Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Hey guys, welcome back to Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So as you probably should know if you've been listening to our episodes, I live in San Francisco. So we thought it would be super beneficial if we brought one of my friends on who is kind of like a know-all of everything San Francisco. Like she is so put together and knows like great things to do. And like, I feel like really has a good sense of the city versus I just kind of like float around there and just most of the time I'm probably like drunk or going out and I just don't know where I am. So like, I, we thought it would be good to bring my friend Angelina on. So Angelina, hi. Hi, thank you for having me. I feel like I need to preface this by saying like, I am not born and raised, you know, San Francisco Bay area, but yes, I do feel like I try and explore the city as much as possible, but yeah, I'm no expert. That's for sure. <laughs> so, well, and I think that's great though, because it's like an objective point of view, you know, versus people that are, have always lived here. Like I have friends that have always lived here and they're like, San Francisco is the best place in the world. And I'm like, okay. Okay. You have <laughs> never been anywhere else, but like, exactly. but like also it's good for people who want to move to a big city and maybe you're coming from somewhere else and just like how to get adjusted into life in a big city, you know? So like, mm-hmm. where did you come from originally? So before moving to San Francisco, I lived in St. Louis, Missouri. So super opposite. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like West coast liberal lifestyle. And so, um, yeah, really grew up in the Midwest. And so this was like super out of my comfort zone, but, um, yeah, I came into it. Like I need to make the most out of this experience. And so, yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. What made you decide to make the move? Really? I think just for opportunity. Yeah. So Katie, you said you've been to St. Louis before. Yeah. I've been a few times. I used to have an ex-boyfriend who lived there for a period of time, but it was very different. Like I remember even like fashion was like so behind there when Mm -hmm. I would go, like, I was like, why is everyone still wearing like Hollister? Hollister. But it was (laughs) like way past the date of when we were wearing it. (laughs) No, you guys, I went to college in Missouri. So Katie and I both have like Missouri connections. I went so, yeah. to University of Missouri. And yes, when I was in college, and this was like not too long ago, guys, like I graduated college, I hate to date myself, but 2014 and people were still wearing Hollister. So yes. and I was like, oh, but then I read that fashion goes from the outside coast in. So it's mm-hmm. almost like they get it later. So then it's like, you can't really fault, you know. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Gina, if you have friends that wear Hollister. But Abercrombie's making a comeback. Those jeans are fucking hard to find. And I've been trying to get my hands on some Abercrombie jeans. Thank Mm -hmm. you, TikTok. But so, you know, it could be making a comeback if they took the little thing off. The logo. Yeah, it totally ruins everything. Abercrombie did it. So, like, I feel like Hollister has to kind of keep up if they. Take your bird off or whatever it is. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I actually love that we all like know 
Missouri, we have some connections yes. to St. Louis. And so you know exactly what my upbringing was like. And so, yeah, it's things like that. It was like, I just feel like I need a little bit more exposure to different cultures, to yeah, different yes. styles, different food, different people. And so I think yeah, that was really just for opportunity. Like same thing with kind of the job market, not a ton going on in St. Louis. It's very like, um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of like manufacturing. There's a Anheuser-Busch. It's Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> yeah. It's also like Purina, Nestle. They have a big plant and office there. Also like a Monsanto Bayer. So it's just really big there's just like a handful of really massive like biotech or, or, you know, like these different food and beverage companies. And it's like, that's not necessarily what I wanted to get into and target. And so, um, yeah, obviously like coming out to San Francisco, I just knew there'd be so much more like industry exposure and you just can kind of, yeah, pick whatever you want to get into. Did you have friends coming out here? Cause I feel like that's huge. Honestly, it was really just like a couple of acquaintances, um, maybe like one or two people from high school. So like really, really removed. It was people that, you know, I hadn't talked to in years. It was kind of like, um, yeah, a, a little awkward to like reach out to some of these people I hadn't talked to and be like, Hey, I, I'm totally. moving. Would, would you like to reconnect? But you do, <laughs> you, you want to be my friend. <laughs> yeah. I know we were to. friends, but, um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And, and I think like, I realized people were so receptive to that. They're like, oh my God, I would love to tell you about like different neighborhoods or help you like make introductions. Like I was surprised as to how w- willing people were to, to help like a, a newcomer. So that was really cool. And I'm glad that I did, you know, reach back out to people and we still are, are in contact now. I was so like, are you those guys, are you guys yeah. your friends? Are those mm-hmm. like your main friends now? I mean, I know this answer because I should be your main friend, but like, <laughs> um, like how did you meet most of your friends? It, yeah, it was through stuff like that, like reaching out to people that I thought were maybe still in San Francisco or that uh, I saw, you know, maybe had, had been out here before. And it was like then friends of friends, like, oh, it was like honestly one of my best friends was actually my former um, boss's daughter. Like, oh, okay. And he was just like, oh, my daughter is in San Francisco. Like, you guys should connect. And I was like, I'm not going to hang out with your daughter. Like, like that any, sounds any, weird. Like, anytime why? like a parent offers their child's friendship, right? I'm like, no, like she's weird. Like, I know she's weird. <laughs> no, it's yeah. all my granny does that all the time. So my granny like volunteers in a hospital. And I was like, granny, um, Katie and I are going to move to New York. And she was like, oh my gosh, there was this lady in the hospital and her daughter lives in New York. I can get her number for you. And I was like, Annie, like, I just, uh, like, I know you're trying to help, but like, I just am not going to call this random girl and be like, hey, I know your granny's sick in the hospital, but my granny told me that you live in New York and do you want to hang out? And we can be friends. You're my friend. I know, but that's what happened. And then I did, I did reach out to like my boss's daughter and people's random cousins and stuff to just meet (laughs) up and just get a drink. And it was a lot of stuff like that. Like just being very open to connecting with random people. And it's like, what's the harm in that? It's just kind of like going on a first date, except this is like for a friend. So it sounds awful. 
But yeah, like, like how do you do that? Like, I feel like first dates, even at like for me, first dates with friends that I like someone's fucking me up with a friend, it's even worse than a first date with a guy. Like it takes so much mental capacity to be able to hold that conversation to me. I'm like, uh, uh. Well, Jennifer did um like Bumble friends. I did, yeah. Have you ever tried Bumble BS? Did you try that? I tried that. It, it didn't end up like happening because like there were two girls I, I got connected with. And like one of the first questions that one of them asked was like, where do you work? Like, what do you do? What neighborhood are you in? And I don't know. I just felt like it was more of like an interview situation. And yeah. I'm like, so what if I don't work at a company you approve of? Like, can we not be friends? Like, so I got like very weird vibes. I didn't like pursue it, but did you meet someone, Jennifer? First of all, I feel like that's so San Francisco. Like yeah. it's like your status here, like LA, it's like, who do you know? Are you pretty? Are you rich? Done. San Francisco, it's like your where do you where work? do you work? Like what what tech company are you at? You know? Yeah. And yeah. so it's like it really is like a is it kind of like if you thing. don't work in tech in San Francisco, it's kind of like uh, you're, a you're a loser. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, like you you're a loser. like people that are in tech dress like losers. Sorry, no offense. They, I know you guys they, are 100%. <laughs> But like a lot of people dress like losers in San Francisco. Like, I don't know why, but I guess they don't put emphasis, I feel like, on appearance as much as Mm -mm. like LA, for instance. It's more like, like you said, where you work, not what you look like. Like, which, which honestly, like, that should matter more than someone's physical appearance. I like never forget when I first moved to San Francisco. Katie was such a good friend. She like was like, I will drive up and hang out with you during your first week to like help you acclimate. Mm -hmm. And it was like, my birthday was coming up. So she came out and we were like, we're going to go out and like thinking this is like, just like LA and stuff. So we get all dressed up and like the, it was just like the weirdest fucking scene. Like it was like very, people had so much, yes. Or they were just so much confidence that we, no offense, but like that they probably shouldn't have had that confidence, but it's like, they felt like, because they were like big tech bros there could Mm -hmm. like get any girl. So I remember like this one, like weird ass guy, I think he had like almost like a mullet kind of, and he was like touching Katie's ass or what? Maybe it was Was my ass. I was like, I I don't remember that. (laughs) Maybe you were like talking to him. No, you were talking to him while he was rubbing my ass. Oh, okay. Okay. And I was like, (laughs) what the Fuck, sir. Like, this is not you don't you think you can get both of us, really? That sounds like ideal, actually. I could just do the talking and then he could just touch you. <laughs> like, I don't wanna I don't wanna touch oh. strangers. Um, but yeah, no, so Bumble BFF is what we're talking about. So I met like a couple of good people off of Bumble BFF, actually, that I'm I still talk to. Um, I definitely met some fucking weirdos. That's for sure. Um, I met this one girl that blacked out on our date and like, it was (laughs) all downhill from there. Yeah. And she was like, she like, I lost her. It was just like too much. And I was just like, this is a lot for our first meeting, even though I like to drink. So, I mean, it's fine, but like, Know, know your limits. Like, like, yeah, let's your. I'm not your babysitter. Time. Like right. meeting your new friends. Like, were they also like SF natives, or were they from other places as well? Yeah, I think it was also. I realized. Yeah, there are a lot of people that are also moving and coming in from different states and different cities, and so you kind of have that in common. I do know some people that are from like the Bay Area. 
um, that, you know, lived here their whole lives, but in terms of like people that really have been in the city forever, like that's super rare, I think. And so you do kind of have this camaraderie with like, oh yeah, like I'm new and, you know, I've been where you were. So definitely a lot more openness, um, on that front, but another really good thing I learned about like how to make friends is also just kind of leaning into befriending coworkers. And I know that can be like taboo. Like you want to keep your work life, your personal life separate, and then you don't know who you can trust. And then there's drama sometimes, but I feel like I was so hesitant when I started my job. I was like, no, like I'm going to like try and meet people outside of this like workspace and culture. But then like once I just embraced it, like my best friends are also now just from my work team. And I'm so, so thankful to have like, yeah, found this little tribe within our workplace. I definitely think like if you're fortunate enough to find work friends, it's like, go for it because some of my best friends are people that I've met at jobs before. Like I know Jennifer because I, it's through a coworker who's like now one of my best friends. So it's like, that's, I feel like how you can meet some of your core group for sure. And it's Mm -hmm. like, so you shouldn't shy away from like work friends and stuff. It is hard, I think in the beginning, but then it's like, they just become your like regular friends. I remember I would always introduce, be like, oh, we're work friends. And then one day mm-hmm. we just stopped being like, oh, we're work friends. And we're just regular friends. They literally <laughs> haven't worked together since like 2015. Yeah. But like, we would like literally introduce ourselves for the longest time. And then we're like, oh no, we're just regular friends now. <laughs> like, But I think work is a great start for sure. When you're like moving to a new city. Oh yeah. That's how Angelina anyone. and I met. Yeah. We mm-hmm. were, I mean, I feel like you have to like test out the situation because sometimes you can like start being friends like a narc or like someone who is super judgmental or just can't get over that hump of like loyalty. Hey, if we're hanging out, I'm like really drunk. I throw up. I do something stupid. You're not going to tell anyone at work. You know, mm-hmm. you have to have that yeah. loyalty and you have to find yes. people like that because there are people like we have some people that are complete narcs would n- not be friends with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. Still, like you have to be friends with everyone that you work with, but hopefully yeah. if you can find even one person. That's uh, nice because that then maybe they can introduce you to other people or things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's totally fine. And I think yeah, you just have to test the waters. I feel like I went out a few times after work, and yeah, I had too many drinks. I was on the table dancing, and then like you know, the next day you have just like the biggest pit, like so much anxiety. You're like, I went out with these work people. They saw me acting nuts. Like (laughs) I cannot show my face in the office. Like I will die. I have to quit. And then you come into the office. They also don't remember or also have like severe anxiety (laughs) from their own actions. And I'm like, oh my God, this is such a safe space. Like I'm going to be okay. Like, let's do this again next Thursday. Or like found my group. Like I found my friends. Yeah. Yeah. No one like reposted an embarrassing video of you. Like you just know. Yeah. Like Jennifer said, like there are some people that are narcs and you just don't hang out with them and that's fine. But yeah, you, you, you find your people and I'd say lean into that and, and just kind of see what happens. How long have you lived in San Francisco? been about three years. So still like fairly new, but I also live here by 
choice. So my company has given me the option to relocate if I wanted to. I could go back to the Midwest. I could go anywhere, but I feel like I'm not done with San Francisco yet. And so I still kind of have more on my bucket list for sure. Why? Like, I mean, <laughs> like, what do you like about San Francisco? Not there. I mean, obviously there's things that I like um, and they're just sometimes hard for me to think of, but like for you, like what, what do you love about San Francisco? I think again, like coming from, you know, kind of now you guys know where I came from, like just mm-hmm. really kind of old school, super conservative, um, state. I think coming out here, you just realize how like progressive, inclusive people are. I've never worked on like a more diverse team at my company. Like I love that. But also I think we have such a huge like culinary restaurant, like scene out here. I mean, you can walk you know, a couple blocks and get the best dim sum and then also the freshest sushi, but then also like most delicious pasta in North beach. And I I just feel like there is so much to explore kind of like on the foodie side. I have so many restaurants that are still on my list, but a big thing is also the weather. Like it's always so mild and comfortable. Like right now you can't see, but I'm in like my bay window. So I have two windows on my side, one in front of me. I'm sitting in my little bay area. The windows are open. It's sunny. There's a breeze. Like it's just so comfortable. I love the weather, my skin. Oh my God. I mean, not a zit in sight, knock on wood. Like, I just feel like I love it. I feel like the humidity gives you acne because you're like sweating and it's like really like moist and weird, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Missouri has a lot of humidity in like the bad way. I feel like out here it, there's like, it, it, it's like f- misty and foggy, but like somehow it's not like humid like that. Like I, I can't even understand like how the, like this phenomenon of like weather that happens like right over San Francisco, but there is just like such a nice like ocean breeze. Like it's just fresh. Yeah, it's like the weird, cause it's, it's dry heat. Like mm-hmm. just, that's like the baseline of, of it. Yeah. My favorite heat is just the dry one. Um, but yeah, at the same time, like it is misty. It's almost like, you know, like when you get a facial and they like do that misty shit over your face, it's yeah. like that every day outside. Yeah. But a lot of people like that depresses because it is like cloudy and stuff. But to be honest, like I pretty much only wear, I exclusively wear black. So it's just like my, my type of weather. The psychic said you're not supposed to wear black anymore. I know oh. <laughs> like I, said, I have to wear more pink to attract like love into my you life. Should. And I'm like, she told I'm like, me that too, ma'am, but I was like, oh. ma'am, I'm not ready to receive that love. So I'll be in black. Thank you. Is there <laughs> anything you hated about the city? Like when you first got here or are you still fucking hate and you're just like, this sucks. Um, I mean, honestly, it would have to be the costs of living. It's mm-hmm. so expensive. And when you move, you need to have 10 grand ready to just throw down for an apartment because oh you need to pay, you know, the um, security deposit, which could be like what a month and a half of rent. And then you need first month's rent. And 
and then it just, yeah, it just adds up. And then if you have like movers and stuff, so that was like really painful when we first moved, it was just like, we spent all of our money. Um, and I feel like, yeah, prices like still really haven't changed, even though we're in a pandemic, even though a lot of people have left the city. So that is something like, I'll just never get over. It's so expensive. You kept saying we, did you come here with someone? So I am married and yes, my husband and I, we both moved from St. Louis. That's where we're both from. So we kind of embarked on this journey together. Um, but yeah, it's just him and I, so I feel like, yeah, I have to also say that I didn't come out here totally alone. Okay. But, um, did he know anyone? No, he had like one study abroad friend. Okay. It's like same thing. He had to reach out to this girl and he was like, Hey, we went to Rome together. Like, are you still in San Francisco? And you know, and she did, she was so down to meet up with us. But yeah, it was like he had to put himself out there too. So and we were in the well, same how place. is that? Like you are my age or like around our age, like you are a child bride. So like <laughs> how is it being married? in San Francisco? Like, are you, do you feel like you're still like, there's a lot of things to do as a married couple or is it like a really a single person city? Because in the Midwest, I would say people get married younger there. And then in like bigger cities, I think it's more normal to find Mm -hmm. like single people until they're like, I don't know, in their thirties or whatever. Yeah. So it's like a little bit different, like moving to cities from other States for sure. Yeah, I think so. No, I think Katie, you're totally right. Like a lot of my friends back home are already married, have a house, have kids, and we are married and live in a one bedroom apartment in San Francisco. So a little bit different, but also I was not a child bride. I got married when I was was 26. So that's so young. Like, I'm like, oh my God, you're so young. Like, but it's like, it is such a normal, even like not even for the Midwest, it's a normal fucking age. Like my friend, I have multiple friends who've got married at 26. We just move really slow. Really slow. Yeah. And And I think that has so much to do with like, the mentality out here. I think people are like, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to be in the city for a few years, like date around, like hook up and then make moves. Or like, I think people are kind of stuck. And I think I'm more so like talking about the guys here. Like they're just kind of like not wanting to commit. And yeah, that's just something that I really feel for. I have a lot of single girlfriends and they go on dates and it sometimes just doesn't work out and it could be for different reasons, but I think these guys just like are not ready to settle down. And so I'm very thankful that like, I have a buddy, you know, my husband and I, we, we do everything together, but, um, I think, yeah, people do just really date around or they really rely on, on a core group of girlfriends to kind of, you know, have other people to go out with. But, um, yeah, it, it is really interesting. I feel like, it would have to just be so tough to be single in San Francisco. Well, and it's so weird because, you know, they say like a San Francisco nine is like an LA three, right? So these guys here in San Francisco, (laughs) (laughs) this is in my opinion, but these guys here, I mean, it is, this is like a a tech, they say it is about like where you work, like you could work like at a big tech company, like, I don't know, like Google and 
be an analyst. So like low level making like 80 K a year. And people would be like, Oh my God, Google girls would be all over you. If you were to move to like LA, then you'd be trying to wipe up any bitch that would talk to you because no one is wanting you. Mm-hmm. Well, is, tech, is tech just like a hot thing? Yeah. It's like what makes you cool or not? I don't think the, like I am not like, oh, that's like you're cool. Like that's cool if that's what okay. you like. Well, but I don't think you're cool because you're in tech, you know? What about right. this? I, before, when I first moved, I worked at like this really, really small startup. The CEO, I want you guys to guess how old the CEO of this company, and this was a startup that was like featured in Forbes. They're like um, kind of in the fintech space. So like really making moves, getting recognized, like, okay, guess how old the CEO was? 28. They're old or young. Yeah. 24. Yeah, he was 24 years old. So, oh my oh god. Man, like, I have really good intuition. So it's like, wouldn't you like isn't 24? that kind of impressive? Like, wouldn't you be like, oh, okay, sir, like that's really cool. Like that's very and first dropout. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think like you always people, gotta get those dropouts. I that's where the money's people go, at. People go for, okay. Like, I don't ambition. give a fuck about your money unless you're spending it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's from a city girl song. But that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So then, Jennifer, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, let's say this guy maybe looks on a scale of one to 10. Let's say he's a three or four. But like, wouldn't that kind of bump him up a bit? If you're like, oh, like self starter, like (laughs) like, amazing. So I think that is something that people look for. Where do you work? Like, are you an entrepreneur? Like, it's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see it like that being way more intriguing. For sure. Well, I could an entrepreneur or like you are a founder of a startup. Yeah, I'm like, okay, chill. But if you're like you work at Google, I'm like, cool. You know, like what does that do for me? Yeah. You have a job. Right. Wow, Jennifer, don't be so uh <laughs> maybe this is why you're single. No, hey, oh, you work bitch. at Google? Like I give a that. fuck. <laughs> if anyone no, I mean I mean, like, I mean it from, like, the perspective of, like, this is, like, what people, like, value here. And so, to me, I'm, like, like, I don't don't, care. I guess it's kind of, like, I'll look at uh, in L.A., for instance. I think it's more, are you in the entertainment industry? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, it's probably, like, kind of, like, the equivalent. And then it's, like, oh, you're maybe an actor. And it's, like, oh, you've been on, uh, you've had, like, a little recurring role versus, like, you're some A-list person. So, it's maybe, like... I could and see I guess it it's like, like the same way in New York where it's like, do you work in finance? Yeah. yeah. Like every big city I feel like has their hub of like what is cool there for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of have to know like tech guys typically aren't that hot, right? I don't think they are. Typically not. But I'm I don't go for hot honest. guys. I mean, let's just throw <laughs> that out there. So it's not like that even matters. I but- actually don't even care about looks. Like I'm really more attracted to people's souls. Wow. Bank accounts. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> yeah, they're souls, Jennifer. Shut the fuck up. You're like, oh, you make 80K at Google. Yuck. Like, I would even go for you. Wait, but no, 80K. Yuck. That is a red flag. That's yes, it is. Well, Do you know the cost Trump of living chain. in San Francisco? Yes, I know. If you're making 80K, like, you can barely afford to eat. Which, <laughs> but in the Midwest, that'd be bank. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. In the Midwest, you would be rolling. Yes. yes. But in, and so in perspective to anyone who's listening, San Francisco is expensive as fuck. San Francisco is more expensive than Los Angeles, which fucking beats me. I don't even know how that happened. It's probably like, I think, um, there's some County there. I forgot what it is, but it's like the most expensive area in all of America. Mm. So much what I'm talking about. Are you talking about like Palo Alto or like Atherton? Mm. I don't know. Or like Pack Heights? I or... don't know. Mm, these names aren't coming, ringing a bell to me. But, but there's being one Pack in San Heights, I'm pretty sure. And like, please don't sue me for saying this. Um, but I'm pretty sure Clay Thompson lives in Pack Heights. Pretty positive. Who is that? The NBA player on the Warriors. Oh. Are you into Bay Area sports at all? Or is your husband into Bay Area sports? Like, did you guys switch teams or did you not give a fuck about sports? No, I will say we're obviously not sports people. <laughs> I, I just feel like that that's on our list. But because of the pandemic, we haven't really even had a chance to go to a Warriors game. Like we haven't really done like the Giants yet. So I feel like, are we the Giants? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> San Francisco yeah. Giants. Or no, 49ers? That's football. That's football. Giants are all um, of that. All, then all the baseball. things. Yeah. All the sports. All <laughs> I the would sports. love to do. Like <laughs> I would love to eventually get to a stadium and, and do that. But um no, we're not like super big on sports. <laughs> would you say that, what would you describe as like a perfect day in San Francisco for you? I think if it is you check the weather a perfect day. Like if you see that upcoming this weekend, it's going to be sunny 65, like pack your cooler, like get your blanket and go stake a spot out at one of the parks here. I feel like you see that a lot. I think I've read. I remember doing that. That Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like, just like super big on, on like outdoor park culture, if that's a thing. So I think I read San Francisco has the most parks within our like seven by seven mile radius. Like we have the most parks in our city um, compared to any other major city in America. So we just have a lot of greenery and just a lot of, of places to yeah picnic, whether you go to Golden Gate Park, whether you're in um, the Presidio, whether you're at Dolores. Um, I mean, there's just a ton of like major parks that people will go to and just hang out all day long. So I feel like that would be just like an ideal hangout. What about nighttime? Nighttime? Yeah. I know. I feel like like Jennifer can maybe speak to the nightlife (laughs) a little more because I just don't go out like that anymore, you know? Okay. Sometimes Angelina goes out with me. So she is completely painting a false narrative here. (laughs) Um, I, yeah. I feel like this city is such a like day drinking city, which is like not my jam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I will be. Asleep. Yeah. I just want to go out. At, yeah. I want to sleep during the day and go out at night. That's just what I do. Um, but it's not a great place for going out at all. Would you There's say like, the nightlife was different here than the Midwest? Cause like the Midwest had like a few bars. I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, but I feel I like young. the mid, yeah. I feel like going out in the Midwest is way more fun than going out in San Francisco. Because okay. I, I feel like the Midwest, like, but you also in the Midwest, you have like 
places like Chicago, which has a great nightlife scene, or like even St. Louis does, they have like good places to go. And they are really like sports centric too. So Mm -hmm. you have like a lot of like really great bars, like massive bars to go to after baseball games or like whatever. But San Francisco, you have like the the smallest bars in the US. Like they're fucking tiny, hardly have any air conditioning. And then there's only one bar that has like a VIP section. So I always go to that one bar just because Uh, it makes me feel at home. home. Um, I'm where I belong. Shout out to White Rabbit and shout out to Westwood and the marina. Um, but, Westwood yeah. was fun. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's a country bar, right? That was a country. Yes, bar? and I I hate country. Same, but it was like, like a nice country bar. It wasn't like yeehaw country. Like when you're in there, you <laughs> yeah. know, like it was like if you could think of like a nice country bar. I don't know how to describe. I feel it. like it's like, one of the nicest nicest bars to go out to in the marina. I mean, and I love everyone that works there like they follow me on instagram um like i just VIP love that over here. bar <laughs> all the bars follower <laughs> so that's all i do in san francisco is just go out that's all the bar would you me. go out with like more of your girlfriends when you go out or do you ever go out with your husband like what do you like to do or is husband daytime like or is he all the and then time? you leave him at home at night well, I don't know I don't have one of those <laughs> no so. I think no like Jennifer said it might leave is, him a lot it is a lot of like day drinking like and I think okay. that's just something that now I'm used to and like I just embrace it I'm totally fine like yeah going out during the day and then going to sleep at 9 p.m because by that point like it's time to go to bed after you've been out since you know like noon or something and I think yeah it's exhausting we I, I think like yeah, things kind of close early is another thing. Things close early. The bars and restaurants are small. Um, we don't have a lot of outdoor um, space. Like it's very rare to find a restaurant that has like an outdoor uh, backyard or a patio. We just do not have the space for it. Like houses are on top of each other. We just, you know, no one has a backyard really. So you have to kind of find a place where ideally you can get like a reservation. Like you really just have to think in advance about where you want to go because there's just not enough, like there's too many people and you just cannot make it work for, you know, the, the space that we have. So I would say, uh, I mean, like brunch, for example, is like, I think a really big thing in San Francisco, like that is something yeah, that, I did you know, that. you try and, and get in as often as you can. And there are some like, um, I mean, there are just spots that like everyone knows. I would say that would be like Palm house. That would be Dorian. Um, Jennifer, what else would you say? Did we Having go to Palm Jennifer? Yes. Remember we got that horrible um, Bloody Punch Mary. Uh, oh, did and we? I okay. haven't been able to drink a Bloody Mary ever since that Bloody Mary. Oh. And it's weird because I don't really day drink, but I think I was probably just trying to be like, oh, this is what they do here. So I guess yeah. I'll get a Bloody Mary like <laughs> because I don't really like day drinking. But me neither. So nightlife is basically like if you're going to move, don't expect San Francisco to be like the most crazy like fun nightlife like it's more of a daytime yeah I think so for sure and I have gone out and I think like during the week I remember I I had someone visiting it was like a random Tuesday or Wednesday we went out in North Beach and um there were like some people out after like 10 
a clock, but it was, I mean, it was Me. a ghost town. It's like during the week, especially no one is going to be out. Um, and yeah, sometimes like you're just trying to like keep the party going, you know, I don't know, on a random mm-hmm. work night and it's just, it's not going to happen. Which is so different from LA because LA it's like every night of the week. It's almost like, I remember when I used to go, I don't really go out anymore, but it would be almost lame if you went out on the weekends. Like, oh, we're not going to a club on a Friday or Saturday. Like we're going on a Tuesday. Way too And packed. it was like, oh, okay. Like there was like different nights of the week of which places were cool. I'm sure it's still like that. I just don't do it anymore. But like. Pretty so sure no I, one does. I mean, it's been COVID for a year. Well, I mean, I, fucking all the kids are going, all the kids are going all to Saddle kids. Ranch. All those TikTokers, they're like at Saddle Ranch every fucking day. True. Like that's apparent. I'm like, when did Saddle Ranch become cool? Like that's been around for fucking ever. But definitely I feel like LA, you can go out and find places, but it seems like San Francisco is not really the night. And I'm sure New York is the same. Like I think San Francisco or LA. I think like New York would probably be comparable to LA. Like any night, oh, good. you Thank can go. God. Out. I was like, oh no, <laughs> you scared me. No. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, oh, no, no. no. <laughs> it's like San Francisco is just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, we're like a huge city, and yet, like, we're just, I don't know. We haven't really like made accommodations for the like. What are it's they? It's kind of more night? cultured. It sounds like, like you said, like it's restaurants, it's parks, yeah. it's like not. Like, mm-hmm. let's get blacked out and, like, go out. Right. It's, like, a thing. And, like, you want to remember it mm-hmm. versus, like, L.A., you're just constantly trying to forget. <laughs> Where? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think know. the other part of it, though, is because of the weather here. Like, there are some months where it is really rainy and windy and gloomy, right? Like it's never going to snow. It never gets like super cold, but there are certain months where, I mean, even certain days, like the wind, I mean, it'll be 40, 50 miles per hour. Like it just gets so oh, windy it's here. It's so fucking cold there. I'm like shivering. I'm like, <laughs> so oh my God. I think when it's nice out, people are like, I'm wearing a tank top. I'm wearing shorts and it's like 62 degrees, but like people want to make the most of it. I think when it is nice. And so I think that's a, a big part of it. Like people here are very pale. Like we just don't get a lot of sun. And so like, I think, yeah, people are like, let's go out. Like, let's just go out to the park. Like, let's just do brunch and let's stay outside as, as long as possible. That makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like in Southern California, it's basically nice every single day. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh my God, it's gloomy today. How nice. Because <laughs> it's like a change of pace, like for a second, you know, I mean, I'm pasty white and everyone else here is very tan, but that's because I don't go outside. So I could fit in in San Francisco. Totally. Nice <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel I like my Patagonia you... vest and I was just going to say <laughs> you need a Patagonia item that is like a staple. Maybe honestly, yes. Katie, like you might want to look into getting like a high-waisted wide leg pan and like a clog. I'm just saying. Oh, oh my God. I'm envisioning oh my God, this I on me. Gagged. Um, I'm, I'm a size 11. So those would be some big ass clogs. <laughs> I literally would be like, oh, hey guys. <laughs> like my big honking clogs around. Fucking click clacking down the fucking hill. <laughs> Is that like what people wear there? It is like just like such a hipster kind of like a hodgepodge hippie vibe. Like I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like I do wear a lot of like loose, like 
peasant little Did house on the prairie change? items for little sure. house on the prairie <laughs> like yeah. would you say your yes. style changed when you moved here or you're still well yeah because you know I was still rocking the Hollister when I came <laughs> out here so stop no I wasn't but I mean I'm sure like yeah there are a lot of things where I was like oh my god like I cannot wear this I think like I came from a, a company culture before where it was like you had to dress up for work you know what I mean like yeah dresses and like nice pants and stuff like that and like uh, heels or whatever like cute flats and so coming out here to see that like people were showing up into the office with yeah a Patagonia jacket and leggings and sneakers. Like it was so casual. I totally had to like revamp my wardrobe and actually work in more comfortable, casual stuff. So Which it was great. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like preferred, but no, definitely I had to just like, yeah, get out of my comfort zone and just get like some different pieces that yeah, probably are cool out here that will eventually make their way to the Midwest. <laughs> but like you said, we are, I think, right at, on the cutting edge of like, what is, is going to be, you know, popular mm-hmm. for everyone else down the road. And so that is kind of cool to get in on like the trends now. Yeah, that's so true. Like everyone dresses so casual to work. And I feel like you have to because great. every like, company out of bed is and so, just go. literally, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. there's days like I don't wear makeup, like I just throw my hair in a bun and I'm like in leggings, but like you have to, because I feel like companies out here or tech companies in general are so concerned with their culture. And if you aren't like a culture fit, then that's a problem. So you like yeah. have to like blend in with like that. I'm wearing yoga clothes to work every day. Do you guys have like an out? Like, do people go out after work though? And do you bring like a change of clothes or you're just like in my vest and a no? Like, I've gone out with people from work and they're literally in their backpacks. Yeah, you bring all your work (laughs) stuff. Like, you you go out in exactly what you wore that day and like that. And you look around and the whole place is the same. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, I bring my makeup bag though. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I feel here, like I would need to do something. So, like, yeah. If, your- if I know we're like going out out after work, yeah, I'll wear going out clothes to work, and then I'll bring my makeup bag. Like, I'll come to work with no makeup on, so I can do a fresh face yeah. at my desk. Would your friends say you've changed it at all since moving to the city? I don't know. I've never asked. And I don't know if I want to know the answer to that because I <laughs> like, have your like, friendships, friendships changed with them? Like, or are you guys like the same people you would say? Like, do you think you're the same person? Like since moving to the city? I think I am, but I've definitely had my friends say like, Oh, Whoa. Like, you know, you're like this big tech girl now. And you know, like stuff yeah. like that to where I feel like, I don't know. I don't think I like talk or brag or anything, but I think, yeah, there are certain things about my lifestyle now that like, I just love. Okay. Like I love going to our Sunday farmer's market. That's in like the local, like DMV parking lot. Like that is important (laughs) to me. Okay. Like I love going to like this little bakery and getting my loaf of bread. Like I love going to this dog park, even though I don't have a dog. And like, I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just like so granola now. It's you're like, so immersed in the culture. Like yeah. it's like you really. That's I never wild. hear of Jennifer doing any of this. By the way, no, so I'm like, because- this is what's offered in San Francisco. <laughs> like, no, I, we've wow. lived in San Francisco the same amount of time, 
And I have never (laughs) once done any of these things. I know. And that's what I'm saying. This is like such a polar opposite conversation for me to have talking to you versus talking to her. Like, (laughs) and it's like, she's more nightlife. You're more daytime. Like, And I think that's probably why I'm not the biggest fan of San Francisco is because I'm trying to make it what I want it to be versus like, this is what San Francisco is. And let me do things that are San Franciscan. I'm like, I'm an LA person and I want San Francisco to adapt to me. Mm-hmm. And that's not how life works. <laughs> you guys, the world <laughs> revolves around me. So it's going to, okay. this whole city is going to change. Cause I want it to, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I think that's the beauty of it. Like you can have it both ways. Like I don't necessarily go out at night all the time. There are bars, like you can find, you know, places and you can like meet people out at different, like, you know, wine bars or whatever. And like the Marina, but also, yeah. Then if you want to go to like, uh, you know, different coffee shops, like that's also a thing. I feel like there, we have so many coffee shops in San Francisco and like, that's you always on the weekends. We'll see everyone walking around with the coffee. And I'm just kind of comparing it to like, you know, St. Louis, like mm-hmm. we had like the, the chains, you know what I mean? Like Starbucks and the Duncan, like not a lot of these like small shops. And so I'm just trying to like really embrace like the little local spots in my neighborhood. And like, I feel like I've gotten to a point where I am a local at this like sushi place around the corner. Like, okay. and that is like, that's just like a goal. Like I want to be a local somewhere when I call and they know us, like, that's amazing. And I feel like I've, I've gotten to that point. And so I, I just feel like I'm trying to do everything I can in my neighborhood and just like support like our, yeah, our, our little markets and go to our little parks and just like, I don't know. I'm just trying to like, just be here forever. <laughs> so you are okay. That's what we were going to ask next. Like, do you see yourself being in San Francisco forever? Like, do you see yourself raising a family here? Like mm. the family part, I don't know about because right. again, with the cost, I feel like schools alone, I mean, can be so expensive. I mean, we're talking, you know, 15, 20, plus thousand dollars a year. And I, I just, I don't know about that, but for now, yeah, we do want to stay put. Um, and I think, yeah, we're going to just try and like stay in our apartment if we can. And yeah, just try and make it work for a couple more years. Because a family I think is like a whole different ball game, like in terms of like where you raise people, like a lot of people are leaving California because they don't want to raise families here anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who are personally moving to Texas, uh, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. like they're like, I'm not raising a family here. It's also expensive as fuck to raise a family here. So that's also something I think, at least down here, I've seen a huge shift in people leaving. Yeah, this is the first time California has had a population decrease since mm-hmm. 1900. Everyone's like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking out of here. But it's expensive. Yeah. Like you said, like it's yeah. really, I, I don't know. I don't know how people do it. I genuinely have no idea how people have kids. I mean, you I just close your eyes to. and pray. Just yeah. Like I, I love San Francisco. Like I would love to be able to have a family here. Like I think going to the parks and like, yeah, just, you know, walking around, going to bakeries with my stroller, like that appeals to me. 
But I just feel like that's unrealistic because what, are we going to all live in a one bedroom apartment? This is all we yeah. can afford. So like, like, I don't know how to make it work. And where do you live outside of the city? Like if, because I feel like inside the city, I don't see, I mean, I've only been there a handful of times, but I don't see a lot of like families. Like you said, like, I feel like it's very young professionals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll see, like, I feel like you'll see some young families, like people yeah. that just had an infant. But typically, yeah, people move out of the city. I mean, people out here living in some of the nicer areas of the East Bay, the South Bay, with tech being a huge hub in Silicon Valley, there's a lot of people in the South Bay, but those are still like really expensive areas. Like you're still paying like upwards of a million dollars for a thousand square foot home. At least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jeez. But you're not going to have a family. Are you going to have a family anytime soon, you think? I don't know. I I don't know. We kind of go back and forth because there's also still so many things like on our bucket list that like we just want to do while we're out on the West Coast, not even necessarily like in San Francisco. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think we want to go to like Santa Barbara. We want to go to San Diego. Like we just kind of want to do like a lot of stuff on the coast and um, just travel. And I feel like this year and the pandemic has really put us kind of behind a year. It was like, it didn't even count. We didn't really go anywhere. And so now I feel like we're just trying to get the, the most out of our time out here. And then we'll see my husband is 30 and so I think yeah you know sometimes I'm like okay we're really not kids anymore no like, you I, are I, a child you're a child oh my god you're yes. so young are I'm you like kidding? so young I, I'm like no, no 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 take your time take your time because you have your whole life to have kids and you only have a certain amount of years to be just with you and your husband you know like even though I'm sure you guys have been together for a while but like still yeah. I'd be like embrace it or like travel like you said like have you been to Southern California um we've been to LA a handful of times but um yeah I'm going to San Diego on like a girl's trip this summer and so I'm just trying to like fit in whether it's with my husband or with friends and just trying to do as much as I can and I think that's the the nice thing about my husband and what I think is important is having someone that will let you have freedom to like yes. do those things. Like if I'm saying I'm doing a girl's day out today, we're going to do brunch and then maybe we'll go out somewhere else. Like, don't call me. I will call you oh, like, sounds and like then ideal. he just leaves you alone and you know, he'll check in Amen. on you and stuff. But like this stuff about like, you need to come home now or like, where are you? I'm coming to get you. Like you can't have that and like be in a new city and trying to like explore, you know, like you kind of need to have an understanding right. like, yeah. and, and that's, um, that's just kind of been like our, how, how we've worked it out. So if you can find someone that'll let you have freedom, that's important. That's I will ideal. say you, your relationship, your marriage is ideal for me. Like when I meet someone, I am going to be like, I want it to be just like Angelina's (laughs) marriage. No, because it is like you, you know, there are people that are on a very tight leash, but like, if that works for you guys, it works for you guys, whatever. I'm not judging, but I know for myself, but we're judging. I mean, I I am judging a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I know for myself, like what you 
have works for me too. So I like, it's ideal. It's ideal. You should do a whole But that just goes back to also having trust. Like I think trust is just the foundation. And if they didn't have trust, I'm assuming they have it because if they didn't, they probably wouldn't be like, oh, you're going to San Diego on a girl's trip. Like there might be more like fight about it, but he's Mm -hmm. just like, okay, like do you see you later yeah like and San Diego is so much like I love San Diego I would I'm so excited so I think you're gonna love it the weather there is gorgeous like Mm -hmm. it's definitely more of a beach town than like LA I don't know where in LA you went but I I like beach towns like Mm -hmm. it's very slow paced and but it's like but there's so still a beautiful. lot to do. Yeah. Like slow pace, but a lot to do. And there's like a bunch of restaurants and like activities and stuff. So I think like it would be like a great vacation. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe one day you could go with your husband. If he yeah. Wants. Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll definitely go together and it'll be more of like a couple's trip. But I think, yeah, that's my whole point is like, yeah, while we're out here, we want to yeah, go to all the cities, go to all the places we want. But yeah, I did actually buy like a pair of jean shorts because I don't own a pair I don't have to ever really it does not get that warm like I don't I was looking through my stuff kind of thinking about what to pack and I'm like I think I need to buy shorts like I don't have (laughs) summer clothes because for us our like warm summer months is really like I think September October where maybe a few days it'll get in like the 90s and we are so hot like we're, we're there's no ac anywhere in san francisco well, i'm gonna tell you abercrombie they've got some good shorts <laughs> they Just do some i was like oh my god these are my favorite shorts okay. like who would have thought so abercrombie so well. making a comeback <laughs> yeah you hear that midwest <laughs> midwest maybe don't get rid of any of your stuff <laughs> yes yeah, so now's your time now's your yeah. time to shine like but yeah, I'm like, I'm glad you moved out to California. I think it's important. Like, obviously I've been born and I've born and raised here, so I've never left, but I think especially people who haven't, and some people love small towns and that's just their vibe and that's totally fine. But I think at some point in life, it's important to like, just see how other people live. Mm-hmm. Like in San Francisco, yes. you get such a diverse background or LA or New York or Miami or whatever totally. like that's kind of the benefit of a bigger city is just to kind of see how other people live and if it's not for you it's not for you you can leave but like you guys are like this is for us like you like it and you were able to like get out of this mm-hmm. small town life because you yeah. really don't know anything else like when you're there I feel like like you're right. kind of in your own bubble Exactly. And that's just kind of like now is the time, right? Like while right. you maybe are single or you don't have a family, you know, or kids, um, now is really kind of the time to like make those moves. And so I've definitely encourage anyone, like if you're thinking about moving, like just, just do it now and everything will kind of fall into place. But I think um, something that helped me actually when I moved to San Francisco to find a job I actually changed my location on LinkedIn to San Francisco before I even moved. And then recruiters started reaching out to me. And then I was able to like have interviews and let them know, oh, actually I'm moving. I'm not there yet. So if we can kind of push back my start date, you know, a month, you know, things like that. So I I would say like, that would be kind of a a good tip for anyone that's like trying to move to a new city. Because that's probably one of the most stressful parts is like, 
I don't know if I can just pick up and move without a job. I'm not someone who's like that. Like I need there to be a job in place for me Mm -hmm. to move. I have a friend who she's picked up and moved, hasn't had jobs. She just goes. And I'm like, that's not my personality whatsoever. Like my anxiety would be through the roof. But some people can just do that. So if you are someone who like needs things planned, that's a great, great advice. Yes. Like change your location on LinkedIn. (laughs) And then just move. To be honest, don't think too far into it. Just go. (laughs) Yeah. I'll overanalyze everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like just having a buddy with you, like a friend or a husband or spouse or whatever. Like, I think that definitely helps to like have a little much to go yeah like you just have to be open to just whatever happens when we got our keys to our apartment we actually had only seen it virtually in San Francisco like we never actually saw our apartment so we drove in with our all of our stuff we drove into the city we went to the leasing office to get our keys and like we pulled up to our building and walked in like and saw it for the first time when we were that was the day we started living here. So it was oh things God. like that where we were okay with not, not having a plan for everything. And, and yeah. then, yeah, it, it just works out and you just have to be okay with like whatever happens. <laughs> yes. I know I need to be a little more like that. Like, okay, it's just going to fall into place. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're working on it. Yeah, exactly. It's a work in progress. <laughs> well, cool. So thanks so much for this. I mean, I, know. I feel like... I need to be a little bit more open to move. Yeah, no. (laughs) Not to San Francisco. I still don't want to live there. (laughs) I still don't want to live in San Francisco. But I meant meant like New York. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like just moving to a new city. Like and just being more open to opportunities or like what the city has to offer. Because I think Jennifer and I are definitely people who like don't do daytime activities. We sound like we're vampires. stuck in our we're ways. Like, we're we like two old ladies. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, we're getting older. Like maybe we should go to a fucking farmer's market or a park or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh like, my gosh, yeah. You can meet. I think do. you could meet someone at these markets. Like you could like meet someone at a, like, a dog hi. park. Yeah. Oh, can you pass oh, me a nope. tomato? <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> Where do you work, sir? Google. I, mean, I know Sex. you. <laughs> okay well thanks for being here angelina and telling us all about san francisco we obviously have very different experiences um but make sure you guys follow us on instagram at brutally blunt podcast and on twitter at brute blunt pod and like follow and subscribe wherever you listen and thanks guys for listening and we'll see you guys next week bye